When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, Geekscapists. Welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan Lundin, your host, and I like to sit down and talk pop culture. Sometimes that means movies. Sometimes that means video games or film. And we've got quite the episode for you today. This is actually one of our Geekscape specials. Instead of having like a filmmaker guest or a, somebody from the video game world or an actor, I sit down with the OG Geekscape specialist, my good buddy Ian Kerner, and we break down one specific film or feature from... Uh, pop culture. And in this case, it's Dr. Strange in the, uh, let me get this right. Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. Uh, that's the movie that hit this past weekend. It's Marvel's latest. It really blows the doors open in the MCU. Uh, and it feels like every two, three years, like the last one was probably the, the last Avengers movie. We get a Marvel film that really blows the doors open on all the things that are possible in the MCU. And with this one, I loved it. I've seen it twice. Ian's here. He went to see it with me on Thursday night. Um, I love this movie. It's a lot of fun. And it's uh, about halfway through. I just turned to my buddy, uh, Justin, who was sitting next to me and said, you know what? Marvel just doesn't give a damn if you've seen these movies or not. They're throwing all the comic book stuff at you. Uh, There's a lot to dissect. We're going to get right to it. So I got to give you the spoiler warning. If you have not seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, we're going to spoil the heck out of it. So this is your warning. There will not be any others because uh, it's time to start talking about it on a brand new Geekscape. Let's go. All right, Geekscapists, let's get to it. Let's enter the multiverse and talk about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Again, spoilers are going to be everywhere. This movie has a ton of them. Uh, So I want you to not listen to this or watch this unless you've seen the movie. And also stay off YouTube, Twitter, and basically the whole internet. Because there was some really whack stuff going on for like the last week where people were posting spoilers. And uh, well, if you've listened to our Moon Knight special from last week... Uh, that's really damn good. If you watched Moon Knight all six episodes and maybe you liked it, maybe you didn't, maybe you were just confused, but it's right there in the feed. Go back and listen to Ian and I talk about Moon Knight. We did it. I think Ian did a great job of breaking down how the show deviated from the original Moon Knight comics, what they added, 
uh, what they just straight up changed in order to make it work for TV or not work, which may be the opinion you have that maybe you didn't like Moon Knight. But it's right there on the feed. Go listen to it. Share it with your friends. Talk about it because we're about to give Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness the exact same treatment. There will be spoilers. They're going to come fast, furious, and heavy and all that. So let's go. Ian, I'm adding you to the show, buddy. We got a lot to chop about, my friend. Um, I'm going to go ahead and guess you enjoyed the movie because I looked over several times in the movie and you were pumping your fist. You were leaning forward and 12-year-old Ian was having the time of his life, man. I enjoyed the movie with a bunch of caveats. I think it's a very flawed movie. Um, the particular times you looked over, I was pumping my fist, you know. When they mentioned the Baxter Foundation, I knew that Reed Richards was coming. That made me insanely happy. Honestly, love all the Illuminati stuff, although it was definitely too short. Um, I have a giant fundamental problem with the movie. Sure. Which is essentially, didn't I basically watch this movie for, you know, last year on WandaVision? You know, I mean, it just felt like, it felt like such a retread. It felt like such a retread. I just, it didn't really, I mean, it was vaguely new material. You know, it's getting her husband back versus now I got to get my kids back. Now, I thought WandaVision in the end there set up, oh good, she's going for the kids. But it, I, I, I expected more of it. You know, honestly, I expected her to succeed, you know, and I didn't expect her to be a, the full on villain for it. You know, yes. I, I just I, that was a surprise. I felt like they just, you know, that they, they milked that already. And it's, you know, and, and for Wanda to just go out like that. I mean, we'll see if that's really it, but it's probably it for now. I just it felt very wasted to me. Um, well, let's talk about it, because I think that um, my argument against what you said, or, you know, not that there's not. Uh, credibility to it. I think there really is credibility to it. Tonally, she's trying to get her husband back and she does a lot of bad stuff in WandaVision here. She's trying to get her kids back and she does a bunch of really bad stuff as well in Doctor Strange too. That being said, tonally, they're very different. I mean, there are horror elements absolutely. to WandaVision. Absolutely. But this is a straight up horror movie. You absolutely. bring your kids to this movie. No, and, and listen, and by the way, and, and, you know, coming back to, you know, what you said before about, you know, uh, I mean, like, listen, talk about Sam Raimi doing you said this to me before the show started, excuse me, but the idea of Sam Raimi doing other Marvel projects, you know, keep you know, Sam Raimi. I mean, he knows horror. Absolutely. Totally. It's so different, but still in terms of project progressing the story, let me say, let me put, say this. I feel like, you know, the, the, you go back to agents of shield season one, everything is connected. Right. And this idea that from the get go, and we love Kevin Feige for this, doing all these interconnected things with the Marvel universe, but something he's done that I give him a lot of credit for, but I also find it a little frustrating is he sort of makes set, makes sure that you don't have to have seen the other thing. It's just a couple of threads that connect. And the complaint about that is it always ends up being not quite as robust. You know, it's a little bit like, well, you didn't, if you didn't see WandaVision, it doesn't matter because we're just doing the same exact thing and the same beats. But if you did see it, I just, I feel like it just didn't go anywhere. You know, it doesn't, doesn't really advance much. You know, it was its own movie without WandaVision, and it basically told the same story, except it ended differently. Instead of my argument there, and I mean, if I mean, how do you feel about that? Because my argument here is let's focus on Stephen, and that's a whole other thing. There's a lot of progression. There's a lot of progression there. Um, Let's lay it out for. Let's lay it out for the audience that didn't listen to us and want to kind of know what's going on in this movie. It starts out 
right off the bat, like the, the, the train has left the station and you see a kind of a strange version of Dr. Strange. Mm-hmm. He's a DV, he's like a, a, an alternate universe version of Dr. Strange running with America Chavez, who we haven't seen before the Marvel universe no. on screen, but uh, they're trying to get to the book of Vachanti and stop somebody, something from sending demons at America and pulling her power out of her, which is to be able to jump multiverses. We learn later that that is Wanda trying to pull her powers so she can go into the multiverse and have her kids. That's going to be a problem for everybody because, well, there's a Wanda in the other universe. It's horrible to kill somebody in order to take their powers or an innocent person. America Chavez hasn't done anything wrong except to have a multiverse jumping power. Uh, so she and comes into I- the the MCU universe that we've known, the 616, with the, you know, the spoiler, the other Doctor Strange doesn't survive, but he ends up. Uh, his corpse ends up with uh, America Chavez in our 616 MCU. We can talk about the 616-ness of it later. But um, we know that Wanda's the big bad. And like you said, Ian, yeah, it's Wanda trying to get her family back together. Um, Let's let's talk about what you think. Uh, Can you just tell us who America Chavez is first? Where'd she come from? So America Chavez, comic character. She's in the Young Avengers. Um... You know, I was frustrated by America Chavez because they did her backstory pretty well with the lesbian mothers. They did the, the power set mostly well other than lacking the super strength, but they did the personality completely wrong, you know? Um, and it was frustrating. Literally, when America Chavez shows up on the screen, I turned to my wife and said, you're going to love this character. And then I totally regretted saying that at the end of the movie because she's just this, oh my God, this afraid person running around running. America Chavez doesn't take any shit. You know, yeah. and she's she Miss America. Back. Yeah, she fights back, you know, so that was not America Chavez. And yet it was, you know, the costumes, right, all that, but just wasn't. And I get it. I mean, listen, you know, I understand the conceit of it. You know, because by the way, again, going back to the WandaVision of it. So this is WandaVision looking to do with America Chavez, exactly what Agatha Harkness was looking to do Wanda. It's the same fucking plot. You know, yeah, stealing the powers. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you don't know what to do with these powers, so I should take them. I'm the I'm the person that's better off having them. You know, it's it's the same plot. You know, it's a good point. So it's a very good point, actually. You're starting to convince me that I hated this movie that I saw twice well, and actually loved. I it, no, <laughs> it, it, it's funny. It's weird. It, 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 it's 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 frustrating. And so you know, point that my wife made. You know, we'd all heard that it was there was a three hour cut and they cut it down to just over two. You know, and my wife looked at it and my wife's a writer, um, you know, so she always thinks a story. And yet Stephen had an arc and we can discuss it. But it definitely felt like this character moments that weren't in the movie. Instead, they just cut it down to get as much of the action sequences in the same. And they all felt pretty much the same, you know, like. Yeah, this movie's on rails. It just goes and goes and goes. It's a chase film the entire time. So, so, and my point is like, there's nothing wrong with liking the movie. It's kind of fun. You know, I'm a Sam Raimi fan, so I enjoy what he does visually and all of that. But there's something really lacking. And and I think the, the a much better movie is there. You know? And they, you, th- you believe that they actually shot that film? I do. I think that they probably did. You know? I mean, again, three hours. What did they cut? I'd really like to know. You know? I think it's character stuff. Um, I well, think... Um, one thing that, that I wanted to say is that they're like there's a lo- like they are just throwing us into the MCU in this one. Yeah, like you said, like they're not expecting you to even see WandaVision on this one. Granted, but, but here's my point. Okay, so we watched Loki, right? 
And we got mm-hmm. the multiverse there. And it's it's interesting to me. And then you have No Way Home, which came out before this, and there's a reference to it, but it's very obvious if you really pay attention to this stuff that, you know, No Way Home was originally supposed to come out after this. Okay. Right. And now, as we all know, if we've watched Loki, well, there was a multiverse. It went away. And then because of the events in Loki, there's a multiverse again. Okay. Then we got to No Way Home. Hey, there's a multiverse. Okay. One of the things I didn't like in No Way Home was Dr. Strange looked like an idiot. And it seemed like he caused that. So again, same point. That doesn't actually matter here. They make a little reference to it, but it wasn't his actions in that that have anything to do with what's going on here. The multiverse just exists. You don't have to have seen Loki to know about it. Because they tell you right, it, it seems like they just needed to shoot that new scene where they explain that oh yeah, no way home just happened. Right, it wasn't originally like that. And by the way, it actually, if you think about it, you take that scene out, it actually would have made a lot more sense this movie coming out before no way home. Yes, you know, as an introduction of the multiverse. Exactly, the multiverse that we've already seen in Loki. Right. Okay. So, so again, th- there's no real connecting tissue. It's just like, well, we introduced this concept, and that's it. And that's a little disappointing to me, you know? Um, I would have liked to have, you know, maybe have Loki or Kang pop up, you know? It's not what they wanted to do. It's, it ties in a little bit too much. But that's a little disappointing to me, you know? I, I, I'm just saying, you know, um, the fact that there, that it doesn't actually matter. It, listen, I don't know if it's fatigue, but, you know, it was so cool that the stuff was connected. But go back even to the beginning, they're lightly connected. Yes, you know, Go back to phase one and those movies lead into the Avengers, you know, but it's still, it's lighter, you know? I mean, Iron Man 3, if you didn't see Avengers, do you really get it? But you get it enough, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. I mean, I I guess it's not like a comic book crossover where it's straight up, it's just a part and, you know, and, and it feeds in and you really miss something. So again, and that's really smart for the sake of, you know, audiences who maybe haven't seen everything, but... It, you know, it affects the complexity of the storytelling and ended up being very simple, you know, for something that's actually really complex at the same time. You know, um, I love that, again, you know, they referenced the incursions, which, again, were referenced in Loki. Well, let's piece through it, because uh, I went to see it again with uh, Cooper Barnes and his group of friends. And there was a guy there who hadn't seen any of the movies during COVID. Mm-hmm. He hadn't even seen Spider-Man No Way Home. And he said, what do I need to know going into this? And I said, the only thing you need to know is WandaVision, which you've seen because he watched it at home. And you need to know in No Way Home, which you haven't seen, that Wong is now Sorcerer Supreme. Like, that's really like that's my it. cheat sheet yeah. for him. Yeah. And he was he's a re- he was really well versed in, in the comics on the page. So he was he was really excited to watch this, especially when like the deep cuts showed up, like right off the bat, the Book of Ashanti. What is that? The Book of Ashanti, which is, seems to be like the linchpin in the whole movie that if we can get to the Book of Ashanti, we can stop Wanda from which, stealing her powers. In the comics, that was never like the necessarily definitively the anti-Darkhold. It's you know, something okay. Stephen as the Social Supreme had, you know, listen, you know. One thing the first Doctor Strange movie did really well is in introducing the whole idea of Dormammu and this idea that's very big part of the comics, particularly recently. You know, it, it was always this idea that, you, you know, when he's casting the spells, he's referencing these beings. And they're really essentially calling on power from these other beings. It's sort of like, you know, you owe them. And so I thought that first Doctor Strange movie really called it out, like the straight up making the Faustian bargain, you know, with, with Dormammu. You know, so yes. they're calling out that what does that mean? Vishanti was, you know, a good, you know, bigger being that Dr. Strange would call on a part. 
you know? So the Book of the Shanty is a big deal. Usually the idea of who's Sorcerer Supreme came down to, you know, what the Shanty is sort of directing in, in the overall arc of things, you know? And America Chavez can jump multiverses yes. in the comics? Yes. Okay, because I, I remember that she also has a super strength, which she doesn't yeah. seem to have here, unless... She's punching. She she does it when she, she, she does the power. Yeah, and she, she it, that whole visual punching open, you know, a a, uh, a gateway to the to another universe is a signature thing of hers. Cool. Well, let's get to her coming into our, the six sixteen universe, which may not be the six sixteen universe, but it's well, the MCU. And, yeah, that, that, that's frustrating. You know? <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Well, but um, Strange and Wong are fighting the octopus creature, which they call Gurganthos in the movie, but mm-hmm. that is Shumagorath in the comics. That looks yeah. like Shumagorath. Yeah. yeah. But supposedly Shumagorath is a copyright, has like, like a, I think it's like something like D&D is using Shumagorath. Or really? I like, can't imagine how Shumagorath yeah. could be copyrighted because Shumagorath is like, you know, Robert a, An Howard. old school. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like a, yeah, it's like an old school thing. Insta- For yeah. some reason, as I was reading, researching for this episode, I saw that Shumagorath was like avoided as the reference and that they gave, named it Garganthos because there was some copyright murkiness, maybe with the Howard estate. Hmm. But it seems like Shumagorath would be something that they could also use in like Wizards of the Coast, Dungeons and Dragons and things like that. Yeah, like, I find that really pretty odd. popular beholder looking creature. Well, not even beholder. It's got all these tentacles. Um, that's where I turned to, uh, to Justin. And when Strange pulls out his kerchief from the, uh, Christine's wedding, and I really like that they're just moving ahead with Christine's story and they're like, hey, Doctor Strange can't be with her. We're going to keep the broken watch stuff, which is going to be important later. We're keeping the broken watch, uh, the beautiful story, the broken watch from the first movie. He yanks on his kerchief and that's actually his cloak of levitation. Like, awesome. He just pulls it out. Yeah, he jumps out that. and as he's swinging to fight this octopus, it felt like Raimi Spider-Man. Yeah, it was awesome. Like straight up. Felt like Raimi Spider Man, so I was in a good place there. And then the well, gags start popping out. Well, wait, like, wait one second, got his eye. What you jumped ahead of is also acknowledging it at the wedding. Like he's publicly known, the whole world yep. knows he's Doctor Strange. He does this stuff. It's like like he's a superhero, and he know? helped people come back from the blip. Yeah, he helped the P- people family. straight up. Now they even know down to the was this the only way? Yes, this is the only way. Which is another thing we need to discuss. Was mm-hmm. it? Yeah, we will. Um, okay, so I love that whole Gargantus Shimagorath sequence. That's it's, amazing. That's great. It's classic it. Raimi. Absolutely. Second viewing, awesome. I'm definitely looking for Raimi's car, the classic, which Geekscapist he puts in every movie, I think, except Quick of the Dead. Uh, you'll remember it from the original Spider Man movie because that's the one that Uncle Ben gave the great, you know, power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. speech to Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. Um, okay. But you know really quickly, Wanda's the villain. Let's talk for real about this Wanda the villain thing. It's straight out of Avengers Disassembled, correct? Her motivation is your kids never existed. Yeah, but in Avengers Disassembled, it's she lost the kids. They're gone. It wasn't necessarily get them back. It was just that she goes fucking crazy. You know? So... um, that's the thing. One of the things they've they've taken that they ran with with WandaVision is she's emotionally unstable, you know. Um, and, and I loved it in WandaVision. Because of Vision. Yeah, you know, and, and and that also happened in the comics. Vision mm-hmm. dies, but then when he comes back, he has, doesn't have his feelings. So it's like it's not even him. And she lost the kids too, so she just loses it, you know. Um, listen, I, you know, I loved WandaVision. 
Um, I think um, Elizabeth Olsen is fantastic. I mean, just seeing her turn on a dime, playing the different versions, everything. She's so good. You know, um, I, you know, I felt like, and I didn't even mind her being bad, but I just felt like, it just felt like a rehash and then where'd it go? Great. So she had the obvious realization and then did she die in the end? I guess, you know, and she's right. destroyed, you know, the temple to Chathan, you know, so Chathan is okay, but Shumagarth isn't okay. You know? So, right. you know, I just, you know, that, that was my frustration there. Um, but there's a lot, listen, that's the main thing going on in the movie. But there's a lot of extra stuff going on in the movie. So we're talking about Dr. Strange and, um, you know, the relationship stuff. I mean, it makes sense. You know, what they sort of brush over that they covered in Spider-Man No Way Home is he was gone in the blip. I and mean, we saw that in Endgame. We didn't really get the feel of what that means. You know, yes, someone else had to be Sorcerer Supreme. Well, he was gone for five years, so Wong is Sorcerer Supreme. He comes back. It doesn't mean that Wong's not Sorcerer Supreme anymore. He's Sorcerer mm-hmm. Supreme. That's what happened. Um, I actually predicted that he was going to die in the film to make – to give I, Steven they, – I definitely had that moment. I thought they were doing that. I'm glad they didn't because I love Wong, you know? Um, but I'm still – I'm sort of surprised that they haven't figured out, you know, how to make Steven Sorcerer Supreme again. Um, I did like, but speaking of Steven and having an arc, he went from not really acknowledging, not really bowing to him, but by the end of the movie, he does. But the Christine stuff is interesting. You know, yes, we get, he pined for her. Okay, here he is at her wedding, still pining. Um, And over the arc, I mean, I guess it's good enough that he, by dealing with her variant, the A38 Christine, that's enough for him to have his closure even if he's not actually having it with the quote unquote 616 Christine. And yes. in, in that Christine acknowledges him as the uh, one that she can love yeah. because she, you know, he always had to be holding the scalpel and that's what she um, that's what respected just, about him, yes. but not the thing that she could love about him. And when America stands up for Steven in that, in, in the Baxter foundation building, when things are going to shit and we'll talk about that. Um, that Christine, the, the eight, three, eight Christine has that moment where she says, Oh, this is this, he actually might be different than my Steven. And it's something that Xavier does earlier as well, but we're mm-hmm. going to get to that. Um, so this whole idea of Wanda, cause you see Wanda just take apart Camartage trying to get to America, just straight up murdering people now, like on a degree that we don't have, in yeah. WandaVision. So that, I'm going to say that, yes. straight up bad. It, no, listen, I know it's, if it's worse. Parallel, if it's parallel to WandaVision, this is way worse than right. WandaVision. She's straight up murdering people. She will not be stopped. And, and by um, the way, and they call out, what is the Scarlet Witch supposed to be? I mean, and, and they follow up on it here. Like, you know, she's supposed to rule, apparently. By the way, mm-hmm. even that idea, what they've done here is, so So let's talk real quickly. I think we covered Please this in WandaVision, but, you know, the two kids in the comics become Speed and Wiccan. And Wiccan is the Demiurge in the comics. And what is the Demiurge in the comics? It's everything I'm saying the Scarlet Witches in the MCU. It's, you know, destined to be, you know, rule everything, absolute power, all that. So in the comics, actually her son is that level. No one ever says, Scarlet Witch is just what she calls herself. No one ever says it's some weird title thing that's destined. But But in the comics, her son... In his relationship with Teddy, who's not introduced yet, it keeps him from it. And eventually it, it comes out and they know. But right. but but the point is that that's where that idea is coming from. 
you know, and honestly, they've only, they've, they've, they've experimented with it a bit with some possible futures, but in, in the current continuity, it's still maybe after, he'll be that down the line. You know, he okay. isn't quite there yet, but, but even yet you know, the power set and all that, that's there. Now, look, you know, they, they've played around with her power sets in the comics, you know, obviously the no more mutants. She was that powerful just to completely you know, to, to change it into, you know, uh, house of M. You know, to change yeah, the rewrites whole, reality yeah, into exactly. a reality of no humans, just mutants. And, you know, and again, so that's what we see her doing in WandaVision, but we don't see that here, you know? And I don't know. I mean, like the idea that she's that powerful, but now she needs this book to jump realities. You know, she does some reality changing, obviously. I mean, she's kicking everyone's ass in this thing, you know, but I don't know. I I sort of would have expected more to be like use the Darkhold as a power source, not that corruptor, to make a more stable world where they exist and to be very specifically not change anything other than their existence. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that would have been more interesting because that would have been something different. You know, and ultimately I end up disappointed that they don't figure out a way to bring them there. But here's the thing. So incursions. So this well, movie gets into incursions. Yeah. Okay. And we're jumping ahead right now because I was well, really blown away that they started mentioning that. And then I was really blown away that they're doing it. Well, here's the thing. It's already there in Loki. Okay. It's the, called the out. Snipping, yeah. The pruning. Yes. Well, but, but it's not the same. Pruning is cutting off and erasing no, the universe. No, whereas more, incursions no, are combining no, them and crash together. Remember, he who remains says that before the old multiverse, that was happening. It was about incursions were already happening. Oh, the, the better yeah, the two universes would live. Exactly. Survive. Exactly. Right. It's literally the idea that with the multiverse and ultimately there being a Kang, you're going to have incursions. This just says someone else can cause them also. Because sure, if you're dealing with the multiverse and interacting with universes, you're running the risk of an incursion. That makes mm-hmm. sense, right? You're opening up, you know, things flowing through. That's makes sense. That would be a bad thing, you know? Sure. So, you know, I, we said back with Loki that, you know, the expectation is they basically drew the map for you about where they're going. You know, there was the multiverse and incursions were a bad thing, you know, Kang, well, he who remains made it so that there was only the one. Now there's a multiverse again. Is that good or not? This is what you chose to do, you know? And ultimately, it's going to be a bad thing. If ultimately, there's going to be one Unless universe Unless you're again. Disney merchandising. If you're Disney but, merchandising, it's but, a great thing. But the point is, I think it probably takes a while to get there. But what they'll be building up to, a la what they built up to with Endgame, is probably a couple phases down the line. We'll get our secret war battle world. Mm-hmm. And at the end, there'll be, you know, elements of everything coming together. And presumably at that point, well, with the multiverse coming together, you have those kids living. It's just not yet. You, you also have the, the Fantastic Four and the X-Men and, 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 and recast and, versions. And you have people. you have a Wanda Scarlet Witch that didn't go crazy because she had her kids. So let's talk about where she goes once the Darkhold's destroyed. And at this point, we've got America and Doctor Strange jumping through realities. And there's some cool jumping through reality stuff. You get to see some things that we've seen before. Like they see the Living Tribunal, which you saw in mm-hmm. Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to see um, like Bruce Campbell. It's always good to see Bruce Campbell in a, awesome. in a Sam Raimi movie. Uh, were there any other Easter eggs when they're jumping through time? And then we're going to talk about the Mount Wondergore stuff because that, that had me like a little confused. It's not the way they do it. In the, Honestly, the I was surprised that there weren't more Easter eggs. 
I mean, you know, you get yeah. the, the quick little, you know, the animated stuff for a second. Mm-hmm. And I think you got a little Spider-Man noir world for a second there, you know, but there really wasn't as many as I would have expected. You saw it a second time. I don't know if you caught more than that, but yeah, you know, to uh, me, the big Easter eggs really come into things that are more than Easter eggs, you know, like with the Illuminati. Sure. The, the whole Mount Wondergore sequence, Mount Wondergore was where she was raised, so but it Mount was trained Wonder- by Agatha Hart. So in the comics, Mount Wondergore is basically the base of Mount Wondergore is where Wanda and Pietro were born. Sure. And we get into, you know, something, a concept called, you know, there was a, a being in the comics called the high evolutionary. And the high evolutionary creates, created hybrids of animals and people. So yeah. the midwife that birthed her was Bova, who is a cow woman. So it's, it's actually, re- but it's actually really cool. So you actually see the apparently flipped races, uh, flipped genders but it seemed that there was a cow man, you know, that was yeah. fighting Kamartage. So, you know, so I liked him. He was yeah. my favorite sorcerer. But, but to me, the that's the Bova reference, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, and so it's great. They did Mount Wondegora. Mount Wondegora is an interesting thing. So the high evolutionary is there and he's all about science. But they also always said it was also very steeped in, you know, in magic going way back. So, he's like the Dr. Margot of the Marvel yes, Universe. Exactly. Exactly. He does that, among other things. I mean, you also get into other Earth and things like mm-hmm. that. But um, in Chathon, know. like the the demon Chathon who wrote the the first version of the Darkhold, and mm-hmm. you see it on the walls that was then transcribed. Is also Chathon. Yeah. So what's that? What's the story of Chathon? Dark Elder God, you know, who really really bad. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> not good. I mean, you not probably good, don't yeah. want to read his diary. You no, probably don't no, want to be saying no, his diary no, out loud. No, 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 nothing good's <laughs> coming of that. You know, it's always about you know, you know, subjugation. So, so here's the thing. And to Wanda's now, defense, she was corrupted by this dark yeah, cult. And she's the, still a hero, but she's corrupt. And the idea of that, you get into things about ancient, you know, Lemuria and Atlantis and the fall of Atlantis and it being sunk in the Marvel universe. All relates back to that stuff. Okay. okay. So, you know, so, and again, I mean, another disappointment for me, you know, you're going to do Chathon, you're doing the dark hold, you could have done serpent crown. You didn't, but you know, you could get into, I mean, listen, there's connective tissue that doesn't really work with their version of the Eternals, but could have been done. Certainly, you know, w- between the Illuminati and that, you know, they could have done Namor, didn't do it, you know? It, yeah. Do you think we're getting Atlantis in the next, in the Wakanda forever film? Yeah, that, that, that was a rumor. I, 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 I think so. You know, I mean, the, the references are there. It seems like it's built and ready to go. But, you know, I mean, I, I would have I, I hoped for and we didn't get him here. You know, I hope yeah. I hope he, for Namor and the Illuminati, you know, check here with your sources. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, OK, so we end up now on this Earth 838 and Doctor Strange and America are tricked by their version of Mordo, the A38 version of Mordo, who's the source of Supreme of that universe. And they are now prisoners of the Illuminati and mm-hmm. they learn very quickly that strange is the biggest threat to the multiverse. And he gets brought up in front of the Illuminati. And I had inklings of ideas of what was going to happen here. Clearly you hear Patrick Stewart in the trailer. I saw pictures of him at the premiere. They did a pretty good job at the premiere of hiding everybody else. But um, let's real quick, the handcuffs that Dr. Strange has on these are these have, are, are like that 838 Christine built them from the sands of Nasanti, which I looked up was a spell that prevents anyone within a certain radius from using magic for a period of three minutes. So she built these things, not letting Steven use magic, which until they're broken, he's not going to be able to do any magic, which mm-hmm. is kind of a fun thing. 
Uh, okay, the Illuminati. Who were they in the comics in the Illuminati? So, so now again, I'll talk about things that were great and things that were a little disappointing. Um, Tony Stark, my book. Tony Stark, yeah. very important. I, I was hoping for at least a variant. You know, all these rumors about Tom Cruise. You know, the fact that, <laughs> well. Well, but Tom Cruise as a variant Tony Stark, when, you know, everyone for the longest time, Tom Cruise was, was the likely candidate to be Tony Stark. You when know? the movie was at Sony. Yeah. But I'm just saying that that was talked about. So that would have been cool. I mean, the fact that you have Ultron robots and obviously the answer is, okay, Reed Richards built them. But, you know, you would have expected, you know, you don't have a banner or a Stark, but you have Ultron robots. Yes. You know? Right. It's a little weird. You know? Or Hank Pym. I mean, Hank yeah. Pym was responsible for Ultron in 616 exactly. in, the in the comics. Right, exactly. Right. So, you know. So Hank so, Pym could have been an Illuminati So, so that disappointed me, you know. But yes, but we did get Mr. Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Um, John Krasinski, I thought, was great. He's been a fan favorite, hopeful for Reed Richards, you know, for ages now. I thought he was perfect. Um, someone actually just asked asshole? me. Wait one second. Someone just asked me in, in regards to Krasinski, do I think that he ends up being in Fantastic Four, and my hope was, well, I feel like it's around the corner. So yes, though the reply I heard is, you know what, between the director falling out and script and everything else, like they're they're back to stage one on that. But I I don't know. I mean, it's it's, it's supposed to be part of this phase. I think it's going to happen on the quicker side. I am very hopeful that that casting was not a one off. Obviously, they have the ability to say it's a variant and do someone else, but I feel like that's not what they're going to do. You know who I heard as a fan rumor as well? Oh, a fan favorite. That was the kind of like had me head scratching a little in like a good way. Bill Hader, because he's the right level of crazy. And like, uh, like I think, I feel like like I Reed mean, has to I, be I a little it. kooky. And Bill Hader is kooky. I like Bill Hader. And, you know, and uh, he, you can tell he's intelligent. Yeah. You can tell he's a little kooky. And you can tell he can overlook mistakes in his passion for getting answers. I, I hear it. I, I see it. But, but again, I mean... Krasinski killed it. You know, they made references to the rest, you know, to his wife and kids, you know, like, mm -hmm. I, you know, yes, all for it. Um, Black Bolt, you know, they used Anson Mount, you, who was Black Bolt uh, in the very bad Inhumans television series, but they did it much better. The costume was right. It was perfect. Everything he did. Yeah. I mean, I love, his love, love. Perfect. Yeah, it was absolutely great. He um, had a big weekend this past weekend. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, quite a big weekend. Yeah, Str uh, I like the new, new Star Trek show. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, okay, so, so that was the new Illuminati would be. I'm um, Professor X was a member of the Illuminati yes. in the comics. Yes. Yeah. So he's the same, but yeah. damn that that nope. tag when he comes out hearing the music for the X Men animated show. Mm -hmm. That was a fucking awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, okay, the, the ones who are different, the Illuminati who are different, is Carl Mordo. Right, mm -hmm. as the Sorcerer Supreme, because right. Doctor Strange Dr. is a member Strange. of the exactly. yeah, Illuminati. We had a different Captain Marvel. We had Mar Maria well, Captain Marvel's who, not a member yeah. of the Illuminati in the comics. He's not. And, and, and Captain America very much isn't. Right. Captain America, when he finds out about the Illuminati, they brainwipe him because yeah. he's fucking pissed that they exist. Yeah. Yeah. Captain America would not be down with the, the Illuminati. The, so why is Captain Carter down with the Illuminati? I mean, look, you know, they've to the extent that it's dealing with any multiversal stuff, I think that they've sort of set up after what if that that would make some sure. some kind of sense sure. um and by the way in what if they very strongly introduced this concept of that mm, most doctor strange is maybe not so good right yeah they they yeah. get corrupted and go okay captain marvel the maria rambo we probably won't see maria rambo's kind of photon or captain marvel 
in the Marvels movie. No. We'll definitely see her daughter, who see we saw daughter. in WandaVision. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was cool to see her again. It's Listen, cool it, it was cool. Cast. I mean, it, it's sort of an interesting thing to have that right next to Captain Carter. It's just this idea of like, well, okay, instead of it being the one you know, it was the person right next to them. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously easy to imagine. It's she got taken instead of Carol. You know, there you go. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it was cool. Um, Captain Carter was great. I just felt that, you know, I mean, they ended too quickly. But then again, in the scheme of things, up against Wanda, they don't really stand a chance. And this was the Avengers Disassembled moment where Wanda yeah. just tears through your favorite heroes. Exactly. Reading Avengers Disassembled, and uh, it's just shocking how quickly Avengers. Oh, yeah. like, she just starts ripping up Hawkeye and well, just killing she, people. She, she turns She-Hulk savage. She, She-Hulk tears mm-hmm. Vision apart, kills Hawkeye. Kills- yeah. And then, uh, what's his name? The the, the card based Jack character, Jack of Hearts. Who Jack of Hearts is a pretty powerful character, mm-hmm. and she just wipes him yeah. hard. And she does the same to Reed. Black the Black Bolt death is crazy. Yeah. And ultimately, like the oh, the, the brutal death is Captain Marvel. That was brutal as hell. And then, not, I I didn't want to see Xavier go out like he did. He he is arguably the most powerful Illuminati member because he could have just shut down. Black Bolt is powerful physically. No, but like, saying, can, in terms of what she did to him, oh, was... total brutality. It was um, awesome. So let's talk about the the flashback where they finally tell uh, Stephen the truth and that their universe's Doctor Strange was the reason for the yeah. incursion that he'd wiped out an entire reality, and even though he used the Dark Cold and was seduced by it to defeat Thanos. He had to pay the price, and that meant Black Bolt wiping him off the map. Right. When you see the scene from, it looks like the location. Uh, what's what's the name of Thanos' home world that you see ruined in uh, Infinity War? Um, did they ever give us a name in the movie? I don't. I don't know, know if they gave us a name, but it's it's clear the same location yeah. that you see now, here. Now, in, in, in the comics, it's you know it's um, Titan. It's Titan in the comics, yeah. right? But here you see that same location. You realize that that's where they stopped Thanos. And you see the Illuminati, and they're going to make Stevens pay for being the big threat that he is. He needs to get tied up. Uh, and Black Bolt just wipes him out, which is an awesome use of Black Bolt's power. And the fact that he says, I'm sorry, is heart-wrenching. Um, why is a Star-Lord not there? Or why is there not an Iron Man we, we, or any we, of the other listen, heroes? We have no idea, but you know, maybe Thanos killed them all. You know, um, Or maybe the Illuminati defeated Thanos before anybody knew about it. Does it make sense? Like they're the Illuminati. They keep it secret. They took care of Thanos before it became a problem. Yeah. Listen, it's possible that, you know, Dr. Strange is more involved and was more proactive, right? You know, we don't Mm -hmm. know, you know, but the interesting thing is, you know, the fact that they went back to that, that moment in, you know, Infinity War that, you know, Strange looked through all the possible ways and said, this is the only way we win. And clearly there was another way. Now, here's what you have to ask yourself though. And this okay. is what I texted you. I said, yes. hey, wait a minute. But, but here, but, if Strange but, saw every possibility but one, but, but, but you why have, didn't he see this? Because he's not the same Strange. Wait. Huh? The multiverse isn't necessarily the, hey, this is just the world in which this happened. It was already a different Earth. Huh? Is this because Strange, it's Strange, the unpruning? Yes. When Strange looks, uses the time stone to look at the possible futures, he's looking at the possible futures of his moment. universe. Yes. yes. Okay. Now, you're right. That moment. You're right that theoretically those possible futures all exist with the concept of the multiverse. 
But the concept of the multiverse is more than that. Or what I should say is, as you say, the fact that the pruning stopped throughout time, it means that anything can have happened, not just from like, you know, our conversation, I said one thing or I said a different thing, and what happened after that. You know, it's like, you know, it's how, why is there a throg, you know, or alligator Loki? Because at some point a billion years ago, evolution happened differently in those universes. So mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, red means go and green means stop in this universe, it's a different universe. You have a different Captain Marvel. You have Captain Carter instead of Captain America. Yes. So you have different possibilities in that universe than what you have in the, what, what they call the 616. So Strange only saw the possibilities in the 616. Right. Got it. And this was the 838. Right. Now we're talking. Okay, Geekscapist. Now now, we're, now we see. This is why Ian's here. That and his large dearth of knowledge that he brings to us. Uh, okay. This is making sense now. Um, okay. The one reference that I really loved was when we do see um, Reed appear. And Strange says a comment. He says... Reed Richards, who's been missing since the '60s. No, didn't he say? Didn't you trend in the '60s? Oh, is that what he says? Didn't you trend in the '60s? You saw it twice. I only saw it the one time. I thought thought he. I thought he says, and it was hard to hear the second time because Cooper Barnes literally got up and cheered when John Krasinski got up, stood up on his leg, like stood up on his feet and cheered. Yes. Well, yeah, I I say same thing. Our theater was so loud that it was really, you know, with every, you know, Illuminati member walking in, everyone screaming. That I was preoccupied with the person taking photos. And, and exactly. In front of me. I mean, then so so we, you know, my experience was you have the people screaming, you know, and cheering, and then there's the you about to beat up some kid in in thing. And I don't know. Listen, <laughs> all of our listeners probably didn't hear the Moon Knight podcast, so not to rehash the whole thing. But okay. Jonathan's like basically screaming at someone. You know, my wife are going taking- like, I don't know. We we listen. We thought that you were just mad that there was a light on. I'm like, well, this is a lot more distracting than just a light. Turns out that the guy was taking pictures. You explained to me afterwards. I don't he know if you actually told Heidi that posting but- them straight to Instagram. He was taking photos of the I, Illuminati yeah, well, and posting them straight to Instagram, and it was distracting. And Heidi said, "Put your phone away," and the guy didn't. I said, "Dude, put your phone away." He didn't. I said, do you want to get, uh, do you want me to go get you tossed? Like put your fucking phone away. And he turned to me and he said, shut up. Uh, he said, fuck you. Shut the fuck up. dumbass." At which point I said, I will beat your ass. I was only going to get security. I wasn't going to beat his ass. And he just, you were yelling. I snapped. You didn't just I say snapped. it. You were yelling. When you turn around and you tell somebody, shut the fuck up, dumbass. I'm, when you're the one doing something that's completely wrong. I'm not saying you're, you're wrong. Like, you burst straight past the fucking around and fuck out, like fucking around and finding out territory. And you're like, I'd like to find out now. I just know I'm, I'm sitting there and my wife looks at me and I go like, I'm watching this movie. <laughs> I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight some 17 year old. No, I'm just like, I'm like, look, you know what? I mean, the guy's quivering, Jonathan yelling at him. I'm going to keep the country in the movie. If the guy gets up, <laughs> Heidi's now yelling at involved, me. but you know, Heidi's now yelling to me like Jonathan, Violence isn't the answer. I was like, don't say that with an earshot of that guy. He doesn't know the cards I'm holding. I'm totally going to get security. Fuck this guy uh, who did left before the end tag. He ran and from you. His That's his problem because the end tags are pretty good. Uh, okay. So we have uh, the Scarlet Witch just tear through the Illuminati like their toilet paper and is brutal. And then we go back to our chase sequence. And I can see why people on the internet have been arguing about the the thin nature of this movie, I am just letting it be like a Raimi welcome back party 
fucking showcase. I'm loving this movie. I'm loving all the gimmicks. I'm loving the Raimiisms. It's starting to become an Evil Dead movie at this point, mm-hmm. and I'm loving it. This is my second favorite Evil Dead movie as far as that canon is concerned. I would say Doctor Strange look, and the Multiverse look, of Madness uh, is my second yeah, favorite. Here's Evil the Dead thing: film. is you know the whole dream, you know, hopping thing where she takes over. You know, the other Wanda, that's interesting. I mean, I I felt you, they've kind of, you can see it coming a mile away how the kids are going to react. And that's going to be- I wanted to see Sleepwalker, though. That would have been cool. Um, and, 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 say, and, and ultimately, the idea that, you know, that Strange has to do the same thing after he's been warned over and over again, the dark hole corrupts all that. And it's still that same thing. He decides still to do it because what are you going to do? You know? Well, let's talk about that failed Strange because I noticed a few things on the second viewing. Okay. Um, they go to the- Okay, so Wanda takes America. They destroy the Book of the Fishanti. She gets America. She's ready to, to seal the deal and take her power. Um, meanwhile, Strange and Christine are, are thrown into this universe of a fa- uh, that failed the incursion in pretty much the universe that died. That's where I saw Sam Raimi's The Classic floating in midair. And they go to find the Sanctum to find that, that realm's Doctor Strange. And what's cool is when they push, when Strange enters the Sanctum, did you notice that the two, that the the heads that were carved in the door look like the comic book, book version of Carl Mordo? I didn't notice that, no. Yeah, so oh, cool. when Strange opens the front doors to the Sanctum, which is totally in disarray because half of it's getting sucked into the ocean and right. some weird sky thing, uh, there are metal bronze uh, heads on the door. And when he pushes them open, they're like the door knobs, but they're massive. They look like the Carl Mordo kind of like the owl style haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. They look like yeah. Carl Mordo's heads from the comic. I, I, I do want to say, re- referencing Carl Mordo, you know, another disappointment for me in the movie is it's all well and good. We get a Carl Mordo from the 838, but they left that dangling tag from the first movie and there's nothing, no reference, yeah. nothing. It's years He's and years later. He's out there, you know, yeah, I mean, nothing. You know, yeah. and maybe we don't need to see it because it's something that Strange dealt with. I mean, you know, it's it, it, but you know, right now it feels like it, it's the leader again. You know, from yeah, you know, it, from Incredible Hulk. You know, it's it's frustrating. Well, we might see the leader again. We might. I hope we see the leader again. The the casting was great. The casting was great. Maybe maybe it, it's in She Hulk. I don't know. You know. And I uh, and Heidi spent the weekend watching the special editions of Lord of the Rings, and I hope that we get Betty Ross back too because that was good casting. Yeah. She's okay, so this is one of my favorite sequences of the movie where. Uh, Doctor Strange has to face down the what I'm calling the failed Strange, the Strange that failed to protect his universe from the incursion, and they have the music battle, which I just think is just Sam Raimi just having fun. At that point, like it's just full Raimiisms. He's having fun. He's going to be having fun with music, and uh, he and Danny Elfman are just rocking out in that, and just I could just see them giggling with the ideas for this sequence where they have the music notes shooting at each other like throwing stars. Uh, but what are the incursions. We talked about them as, as different realities folding in on each other. They're going to be a big plot point of Doctor Strange 3, I'm guessing, or something earlier involving Doctor Strange. So um, so Jonathan Hickman did a giant Avengers run dealing with incursions in the multiverse and basically this idea of setting one universe against another. And it ultimately culminated in what they called Battle World and this idea that on one planet you just had eight little pockets of different universes being represented. And then ultimately they sort of seemingly cleaned it all up and made one, one earth. So, which is, you know, listen, I mean, as I said, the, the map is already there in Loki. It seems like that's the way it goes. Now, the great cool thing about this idea potentially is it easily enables you, 
you know, and if it happened at a different time to just bring in whatever came before, which seems even more interesting and, and possible after No Way Home, right? But the idea that you could use any version you want, you also have the very easy idea of, you know, changing casting easily enough. You know, if you can't get Robert Downey Jr. back, but you want Tony Stark, you just recast and, oh, this is what he looked like. And it's like he always looked that way because the variant now became the main one, you know? Um, yeah. So, but it's also a very easy way to bring someone back that died. So you could bring Robert Downey Jr. back in. You could bring Chris Evans back in. I think that, you know, there's an expectation if they go further with this to, you know, potentially do, um, you know, Hydra Cap, which is basically- Which we heard was in this movie. What's that? And we heard rumors that Hydra Cap we, was going to Yes, we did. And, and yeah. it, it was, it, I was disappointed it wasn't, you know, because to me, I think that it'd be really interesting to have introduced something like that as a concept. You bring them over, you, and then you have, you know, Sam Wilson having to fight, which seemingly is Steve Rogers, but he knows isn't because the rest of the world doesn't know Steve Rogers, you know, aged up and we don't even know what happened to the old one, you know, and, you know, it's the great way to ultimately bring him back. You know, are they going to do it? I'm not sure. You know, I, I, t I said some of this stuff to my wife and, you know, and our eyes kind of glazed over, you know, because, <laughs> but, but seriously, because it, it does start to feel like I could see to a general audience, it starts feeling very much the same. Multiverse, multiverse, multiverse. How many times, how many movies, how many things are going to deal with it? You know, and yeah. I wonder, is, is that, is that going to be an issue? Do they not do that? I kind of feel like they have to. You know, that, that's where they're going, but, you know, but it, again, I come back to that thing, you know, I, I vacillate between, in the one sense, it's brilliant that Feige seems to make sure these movies don't completely depend on the ones before them, but at the same time, how far, can you go far enough? Can you tell the story? Can you do it? You know, I mean, mm -hmm. ultimately you do Secret War, you have to do the big thing, but is it just going to feel like a retread of this? Maybe that's the point of they didn't go as far as they might have here because they have to hold some of it back to do it again. And you can't do it every movie. You do it every few movies, you do something with it, you know? Well, Hickman's, Hickman's Secret War is just a massive Fantastic Four story. And we'll, we'll talk about how maybe Krasinski and the Fantastic Four get reintroduced, maybe in Quantum Mania or something. But I did, to go back to the unfinished comment when we started talking about Jonathan Street fighting in a theater, uh, yeah, I, it sounds like, to me, the comment, what Strange said was, Weren't you training in the 60s or didn't you disappear in the 60s, which gives the uh, credence to the idea that they've been stuck in the quantum realm since the 60s and aged in the same level that like perhaps Hank Pym uh, or uh, what's her name? Um, help me out with this one. The original uh, Wasp. Uh, Janet. Yeah, yeah that, that Janet ages. So, OK, so we get the music fight and then we get this, the dream walking strange into the corpse from the original uh, scene in the movie. And this is just evil dead. It's awesome. go, go time. Yeah. I love it. I don't even care. I'm loving it. At that point, Heidi's like, what is happening? This movie is completely off the rails with Ramiisms. And I turned to where I said, Hey, Heidi, like, remember when we sat down and I showed you the evil dead Two and army of darkness during the pandemic? Like it's the same director. And she goes, Oh, this makes so much sense. And I was like, yep. And enjoy it. Cause this was as close to an R rating as I think a Marvel movie is going to get. It's grotesque. It's awesome. And you see Christine. Uh, this one felt like a, a scene that was cut short. But Christine of the 838 universe knows the brazier of Bongoliath, which is – that's the brazier that Stephen Strange uses in the first one where he's not quite OP yet. And he's in a fight and he holds the brazier and he's fighting and um, – and 
it's like you don't know how to use that, do you? And it's the brazier that like shoots the light. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Christine eight three eight totally knows. knows what's, yeah, she knows yeah. what's up in the sanctum. She knows the different things. She's obviously used the sands to build those handcuffs, uh, and she uses the braziers to fight these uh, little demons. Which the demons are in the comics. If you fuck with the undead. They come for you. Mm-hmm. If you mess around with the occult, these little demons come for you and they pull you into whatever the hell dark realm there is. Yeah. That that's canon. Yeah. But they were done like Raimi style with a, yeah. with like stop motion I, animation. I, I, and I loved that. It was awesome. It was definitely awesome visually. Yeah. So they get back to Mount, Mount Wondergore, zombie stream. And by the way, I want to say, and I just love that, yeah, you know, it. that it that was an, an an owned moment. Like you could see that, you know, script wise, like they set that up, they buried him in there, and then they paid it off later. You know, mm-hmm. it was great. I love the zombie strange. Yeah. And zombie strange and Wong are now fighting Wanda, who's about to take America's powers. And uh, Dreamwalking Strange, at that point, says, I'm not going to steal your part, your powers, even though America says, it's the only way to stop her. Like, take my powers. And, and Strange says, no, like, you have the power to fight back. And although America does, the best thing she does is she shows, shows Wanda some mercy and says, I'm going to send you where you need to go. As Do- Zombie Strange says, Zombie Strange says, you've always had the power. You've always only sent people where you need to go, including your parents who you thought you killed. Um, may have, maybe turned them into paint, but that's where they needed to go. Uh, so now you've got Wanda seeing herself or, uh, you know, in, in the, her, the way her kids view her. And she realizes she's wrong. And Wanda sacrifices herself to destroy the dark holds in every dimension mm-hmm. and Mount Wandagore. And I think that this is how Agatha Harkness comes back, because Agatha uh, Harkness was trapped by Wanda. At the exactly. End of I would expect. I think that that's very astute. I would expect that that's that's probably how she'll come back. The destruction of the Darkhold and the destruction of Mount Wondergore. We're going to have Agatha Harkness finally freed from whatever imprisonment Wanda had her in. But is Wanda really dead? Uh, that's the question, right? She can easily not be because she has the reality abilities but i just feel like having done what they did here i think that this wanda probably is but doesn't mean we we don't see the other wanda that we met that where the kids are alive yeah and you know yeah. the question is just how long do they want to wait and, and, and drag that out you know how quick do we have the you know some a, a merge you know i mean mm-hmm. i would think that you know they're not doing that that quickly but you know listen i'm not sure how far they want to go as i said you know conceptually we know we're going to get kang quantum mania you know um and i'd be i get the fantastic four yeah and i would be shocked if they don't run with hydra cap if they can get evans and it it just seems to me like that would be something that evans would want to come back for you know um what about vision we last saw like emotionless vision fly away he may have his 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 download in wakanda still i think we're going to see him again you know and we don't have to see him with her particularly because right. i mean what, what, what elizabeth olsen said in an interview like he is not her vision he is not her vision right what he's not her vision her vision died yeah you her know? vision was killed yeah. in in Infinity War. Yeah. Even the idea that yeah. he doesn't have emotions, like he doesn't, you know, he may have some knowledge, but you know. But her vision may have also been downloaded into the Wakandan supercomputers. Yeah. To be placed back into the all white vision, emotionless vision. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I think you're right. We're not going to see Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch anytime soon, unless it's like it's, a, a variant. 
Yeah, it, 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 just, it, it, it would be, I mean, listen, talking about rehashing, it would be really silly to imagine that she shows up again very quickly. Now, here's but the, the Agatha thing. Harkness series could create Agatha as a good person. Maybe, you know, maybe they go that route. Look, you know, here's the thing. Um, among things that I think they have set up that, you know, to those of us that, you know, understand the comics and what what it seems like they're building, you know, like we've discussed before, they're clearly building a version of the Thunderbolts which is mm-hmm. essentially Dark Avengers, right? Um, it seems to me, because, you know, what we saw in Endgame is we saw a a version of the Avengers, right? A cosmic Avengers was going on. We have no sign with, with um, Natasha dead. We don't know if that still exists or not. You know, we don't know if someone else stepped up to run that. You would think right. so, you know? So that, that, that's the question. It seems to we me- We can get it in the Marvels. I would imagine in the Marvels, we're going to find out the answer to that. But, you know, now, now, however, here's the thing. At the end of Shang-Chi, there's the implication that there's something still going on. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because Captain Marvel and Banner are part of that right. tag. So, so, yeah. so that that felt like that something loosely still happening. They still talk. I need a chart. You know, there's still something there. I need yeah. a chart. Yeah, but, you know, you know, it's, but, you know, and yet it doesn't seem like Sam knows anything about it. Yes, Sam Wilson does not. You know, or does he? I'm not sure. So, you know, I would hope at least in Captain America we'll get a sense of it, you know, in the Sam Wilson Captain America, you know, or there's going to be something that's a little more public and not just cosmic, you know? Okay. Um, we'll see. I mean, I would I would expect that, you know, a, a new Avengers has to come out of having to deal with and fight the Thunderbolts. Okay. So where could we see America Chavez again? Well, listen, that's the thing is, you know, the question definitely becomes is, are they developing a young Avengers, which I think, again, they would call champions in the same way, you know, it's hokey to call something young Avengers or dark Avengers, you know, where you have another pretty much the same concept was then done, you know, where champions is basically the next generation of the young Avengers. Okay. But if we get stature in Quantumania. Right. We have stature, um, you know. We have Hawkeye. We have we have Kate Bishop Hawkeye, mm-hmm. we have America Chavez. Um, we could have had Speed and Wiccan, but I guess not yet. But depends yeah. how soon Wanda's they do that. Wanda's kids are not part of it, exactly. Yeah. But depends. Oh, how and we have Miss Marvel. We, we're going to have Ms. Marvel shortly. Um, you know, we don't. Could She-Hulk be a member of it? They cast a little young for She-Hulk. She, 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 no, Tatiana Maslany's not a little bit young. Oh, she's not a little younger no. than no. Oh, okay. No, she, she's she's comparable age to the to Banner. She's younger, but she's not, she's not 20. She's like 35 or something. I got you. Okay. Okay. She's not younger. She would be in the, in the regular Avengers, if anything, I would expect. Okay. Um, But here's the thing is we, we have a reason to think Amadeus Cho probably exists because his seemingly his mother was in age of Ultron. Yes, the additional footage that was, there was a lot more footage shot for the Chinese market. They have a different cut even. Right. But that's her. That's his mother in Age of Ultron. We believe so. Damn, that's a deep cut. So, so you know, so listen, they, they, they ideally and hopefully they could do Braun. And then the, the the other big two that you'd want from you know, and remember, so we're we're combining two properties, Young Avengers and Champions. But you know, you want Miles Morales, and you want a Young Vision. You want well, you want maybe a and Young Vision. Well, well, Vision's daughter, Iron Lad, which is a variant of Kang. Um, oh, also uh, Eli Bradley. Mm-hmm. 
okay, who was yeah. in, who was in um, cat, uh, we saw his great grandfather in what the episode, yeah. No, the kid's in it. He's in it. The kid is in it. Yeah. Yeah. The grandson. Okay. So you have him, um, but and you also want the young Nova, but you know, and Nova's coming. Nova's coming. Okay, so we get an end tag on this one. First off, before we get the end tag, we, we get like a cliffhanger where suddenly Strange has the Eye of Agamotto as his third eye appear, which if you even read the comics, sometimes that appears and that's like his all-seeing eye that he can see like the, the beginning of the movie, you see him clear space to reveal the the um, the octopus monster. Mm-hmm. You see him clear it, but with the Eye of Agamotto, he can just see that stuff. But the, He can see all that stuff floating in our dimension. Right. And it's very much, a, you know, the, the whole the Hindu concept of the third eye, you know, mm-hmm. but it did seem like from this movie, like that was an indication of having been corrupted from the dark hold. Right. Agreed. That being said, it's a it's a power that he's got in the books. Yeah. Uh, well, until he died recently. And the source of Supreme in the books now is introduced in the movie. Uh, Clea, you see Dormammu's niece. She's Dormammu's niece. Dormammu is the villain yes. from the first movie. Yes. In the comics, she's the niece, and she's the Sorcerer Supreme of the Dark Dimension. Uh, she's the Sorcerer, Sorcerer Supreme of our dimension in the books currently, because yes. Strange is quote-unquote dead. Because you're but, leaving out um, the part that, that she's his wife. She's his wife. So, 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 so in the comics, Clea? So in the comics, I mean, there's he's had other love interests, but no one's ever touched Clea. She goes way back to the Ditka stuff. You know, to the sixties, early Doctor Strange. She was his disciple. She's Dormammu's niece, and she was his girlfriend for a long time. Eventually, they got married. They pretty much wrote her out a long time ago. Every now and then, maybe a little, you know, you know, she'd just show up briefly. Um, but she's been out of for a while. And recently, with um, them killing her, him, in the comics, they have her. The current book is called Strange, and it's her source supreme, and she's actively looking to bring him back. It's a fun book. It's a really I recommend good book. anybody. Yeah, it's a really good read book. that. If you if yeah. you're looking for a jumping and, on point, I would say get the Death of Doctor Strange trade when it comes out. It's five issues that are yeah. collected, and then get the Strange book with Clea and Wong trying to figure out how to bring Stephen back. That's it's been fun. Yeah. Um, is that the plot of the third movie? Is is Clea and Strange stopping incursions, or is that something that has to be stopped prior to that? And maybe we see them uh, cameo in something that maybe involves Kang or some kind of the multiverse. It's a good question. I would expect that's more of a set for the third movie personally. Um, especially with Clea and all that. Um, I, by mm-hmm. the way, I think shows Theron great casting. Yeah. You know, it's a really, it's a cool role for her. Um, she's only got one more fast and furious movie to do. So let's go. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, so, so yeah, for me, that was really exciting. Um, you know, again, it's Christine Palmer, you know, like, no, you know, you, you want Clea. Mm-hmm. Agreed. As much as I love Christine, as much as, as much as I love that casting, and would like to see Rachel McAdams in a third movie cause a complication, but she's married now. Let's get Clea as yeah. Strange's wife and, and his actual love interest. Um, it's, it's, I was really like stoked to see Clea as the tag. That was fun. Yeah. Um, we obviously get a Pizza Papa tag at the very end, and that's a fun Raimi tag with Bruce Campbell. Um we missed Ironheart as a young Avenger, didn't we? Seeing a as a young, champion, as a as champion. champion. Yes, yeah, right. you're right. She's coming also. Exactly. Yeah, so, that yeah. was thrown out by our good buddy Big Yanks yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, Ironheart so wasn't start... a young Avenger, but she was a champion. So exactly. She and was and a again, as, as we said, it's it's going to be mixing those two concepts. So we've got this. Uh, 
incursion stopping Doctor Strange three. Maybe Mordo plays a part of it. I I agree with you that the no more sorcerers idea was a good idea uh, for a sequel. Obviously, this multiverse of madness changed that a lot. Uh, does Mordo still want to get rid of sorcerers? You're, he should. They really messed things there, up in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but having no more sorcerers take a page in that phrasing out of what was. No more humans the in way, Avengers but, uh, in the Avengers Disassembled. I think was a good precursor to what we got here, which is basically look, an Avengers Disassembled in a sense. Look, and conceptually, it, it, it's sort of silly. It's like it's all well and good that he's disheartened that the Ancient One was a liar and you know basically she was a hypocrite, I should say, and also took power from Dormammu. But ultimately, the question becomes, yeah, but everyone would be dead and gone if Stephen Strange didn't exist to stop Dormammu. So no. So what is it really? Is he really looking at to be no more you know, magic users or he just wants to take it all for himself? You know, it's like it's it, again, he's the height of hypocrisy because he's not just killing them. He's he's taking their power. Right. So, you know, I mean, and again, it's the same thing of power corrupting. Um, look, you know, love Chuatogia for I was really interested in seeing that movie. They went this way. I, I wish there had been some version of the what they call the six and six. So we keep saying this for the listeners, so we should mm-hmm. clarify. In the MCU, I'm sorry, in the Marvel Comics, 616 is the regular comic universe that most of the comics take place in. Um, the idea of a multiverse allows for the idea of the MCU existing as the MCU is the Marvel Cinematic Universe that exists in the multiverse. It's not the 616. The 616 is the Marvel Comics universe. So the MCU, they actually gave a number in the Marvel comics as I believe it's the one nine, 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 you know? So, but people, particularly casual fans know that the six, one, six is the regular universe. So calling it that now, here's my answer to that. Christine said from her perspective, it's the six, one, six. That's just her perspective. Okay. You're trying to get mind bending. Well, listen again, it's, you know, listen, do I have to Obi Wan Kenobi you here? <laughs> It'd be easier if you, you did. know it, it's <laughs> no, but it's it, it's you know it's all about your point of view. From her yeah. point of view, it's we're not really clear on what a point of view was and how they came up with the, with the with the numbers. I always find it funny. You're you're starting from a certain Earth and you're counting. Why would you not make your Earth one? Right. She made it okay. eight three. Why are they eight right. three eight? You know, why is that six one six? Who's one? Where's it come? You know, in Spider Verse, there's sort of a, a, con- a concept of it. At least it, when DC does it, they kind of round with an idea of there being a prime. You know, but it's always yeah. about you know, are you counting along a spectrum? And that's sort of mm-hmm. what what the idea should be. How do you get numbers? Well, where on the spectrum you know, do you exist? Or but, if but you're looking at Loki, them, are you are you the branching off point? Exactly. That's what I mean by spectrum. Right. Yeah. So, Quantumania, the next Ant Man movie. I don't remember when we get it. Obviously, we get Thor in like a month and a half. Uh, it's it, crazy. It, it, it's twenty twenty three. So we get this Quantumania. I think all all roads are leading to that being an introduction of Fantastic Four, right? I mean, listen. I hope so. As you said, you know whether look, you know, from a Fantastic Four standpoint, you think a negative zone, but you probably don't need negative zone if you have quantum verse, right? It's kind of the okay. same thing, more or less. But you definitely you know? need uh, to have right. the little bugs in all the, in Annihilus, because if you don't have Annihilus in a Fantastic Four series, 
Well, that would be my pitch. I would you love you to don't have to have it in the first one, but maybe you do, maybe you no. don't. I, I mean, I think right. they, I think they have to tease Galactus. You know, yes. I think that has to come from where. Um, please. Yeah, of course. As you said, you know, I've said this many times. For me, you know, I don't want like what they did in the Ultimate, you know, comics, where it's you, it's a young Fantastic Four and everyone else is older. You know, I don't want that. I want a Fantastic Four that, you know, they're the first family. It's important. You know, people don't know that, you know, there was timely comics in the 40s and Captain America is around from the 40s and Namor. But actual Marvel comics started in 1962. You know, it was timely comics became Marvel comics, but it was an official new tag. And what they essentially they were saying that, you know, that universe started there. You know, even though they shepherded in both Namor, the Android Human Torch, and Captain America, but essentially with Fantastic Four number one. So, you know, they're the first family of the Marvel Universe, and, you know, and they should be. They're older, you know? I mean, idea has always been that, you know, the Human Torch was supposed to be about the same age as Peter Parker and, um, you know, and actually Bobby Drake, but the, you know, Reed and Ben were significantly older. You know, um, so, you know, they should at least be contemporaries of Tony Stark. You know, um, I don't need them to be from the 60s. I need them to have just been around for a bit. You know, whether or not you, you want to do that and, and give that giant of a nod and have them been gone that long, it's fine. I think the problem you get into with that is it just sounds so much like Captain America. Right. But in this 838 universe, it sounds like Reed was there the entire time because he has a family as now. As far as we know. yeah, And all that. In the six one six, maybe they've been gone since the six. Yeah, listen, and you go with that it, during the quantum realm. Listen, we've already seen in the Marvel, you know, uh, cinematic universe that there's, you know, it, it goes all the way back to that first tag in Iron Man. Did you think you were the only one? You know, mm-hmm. first of all, there's plenty as viewers we don't know, and second of all, we don't know what the public knows. Right. It isn't like in the first X-Men movie when they say that they act like, oh, it was all secret and they only just became public. You know, we don't like, for instance, we come to find out Captain America existed and everyone knows about Captain America. Tony Stark grew up hearing about Captain America. But in that first Iron Man movie, yeah, in the first Iron Man movie, we didn't know that, you know, so Captain America's always been there. In the first Ant-Man, we find out that Ant-Man and the Wasp worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. in the 80s. You know, they were, you know, doing that stuff. You know, we see, you know, the same thing, you know, Agent Carter was part of S.H.I.E.L.D. and there were missions and there were other people doing things. So they could very easily, I agree that they have to have been somewhere over the course of since Iron Man started. And, you know, certainly where were they, you know, I mean, it it was like that Eternals question, you know, with the bullshit answer. But where were they when, you know, when Thanos came, they hadn't been in, you know, in the quantum verse, in the negative zone, they had to be elsewhere. There has to be a reason why they haven't popped up, but it doesn't have to be since the sixties. For me, it has to be since the last 12 years. That's all it has to be. So knowing that that's the reason why the fantastic four weren't involved and knowing that we got professor Xavier in this movie, what would lead you to say where the X-Men come into the MCU as big ink says on, on YouTube. Listen, you know, we all theorize that it might be, you know, sort of, you know, the, the result of some kind of incursion emergence, you know, afterwards. Um, you know, it, it's it's simply a question, again, of whether or not they want to say they've always been there or it's a brand new thing. 
you know, okay. with the quote-unquote the mutants. You know, again, and Xavier uses his mental powers to keep people from knowing the mutants are running amongst them. Yeah, already. That, 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 that's a way to go with it. You know, cerebral um, power. But, but but again, listen. You know, again, we don't know that they don't know that mutants are there just because we haven't seen right. them. You know. Okay. We don't know that. You know, there's there's nothing that says that. You know, I mean, obviously, people have abilities. I would argue that it's implied, you know, there's enough reactions to people with abilities running around that it feels like in most of these movies. Um, and, you know, like, for instance, I think that, you know, actually some of the TV series have done a better job of this. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which may or may not be canon from the very get-go with the pilot, you know, is very much dealing with, okay, now this tech's around and running around with that. And, you know, and some people have abilities. Um Obviously, Captain America and Winter Soldier very much deals with that, you know. But, um, you know, there could be mutants. We just haven't seen them yet. I mean, literally the only thing that ever argues against, hey, maybe someone was there and we just didn't see them, is things like, you know, the Battle for New York. But, you know, like, listen, I loved the acknowledgement, you know, later that, oh, Rhodey was on the other side of the world kind of stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's fine. The Battle for New York happens really quickly. Endgame, bigger issue for me. But again, even that, how you know, or, or whether it be Endgame, whether it be the Snap, whether it be Infinity War. And by the way, and with the Snap, you could easily say anyone wasn't around for the last five years. Yeah. So okay. you know, so there's a bunch of stuff there. You know, they they can certainly bring them out and say they were around already. My big issue is always just the I don't want it to be the first class of X Men. You know, I want you know. I like what they did in the first X-Men movie that the X-Men are fully formed. They've been around a long time and, and you're seeing, you know, you're seeing a, adult, you know, Cyclops and, you know, and I mean, depends who else you're going to use, but you know, when Wolverine should have definitely been around and go back and get, give me a, a flashback Wolverine with Captain America and the Fortis, you know, love it. Okay. So Ian, let's wrap this up because uh, we're just rocking out here and you know, we loved this movie. Uh, actually, let me actually just ask you. I clearly loved the movie. I think this movie is so much fun. Um, did you love the movie or not? It sounds like you actually. I, I loved parts of it. I was uh, things that there were things that frustrated me about it. I mean, I, I was honestly, I had heard, I went in with lower expectations because I knew a lot of people that had already seen it, and you know, and had negative things to say. So, so it helped me actually enjoy it more than I might have. But, okay. you know, I have my disappointments. Yeah, as I said, you know, um, another thing I've been, I heard Deadpool was going to be there. Would have been a great place to stick Deadpool, you know, didn't do it, you know. Um, and again, this is what always happens is, you know, we, we come up with stuff that we're hoping for. You know, we said the same thing about Moon Knight and hoping to have, you know, Gore the God Butcher, you know, in a tag, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think that that, that tag would have been okay, uh, I don't want to be drenched in the cameos. You know, yeah. I did not want to see Eric Bana's Hulk show up with Aaron Grofold's Fantastic Four, you know, Mr. Fantastic. I was okay with just, I, I really, I love this movie. I think it's the, the movie I wanted. Uh, and plot-wise, is it thin? Yeah, it's super thin. Um, but I like I was the just, movie I, No, again, it was fun, and you're right. It is a different flavor, and, you know, and Feige said a long time ago that he was setting out to do different genres within this. And now we got the horror movie, you know, and that okay. aspect I love, you know, I just wish it wasn't just pretty much the same plot. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, it adds a new tone to the Marvel universe, which I think is, is, is the a big argument. And it adds a huge uh, chapter in 
Stephen Strange's life. Like Stephen does do a turn into knowing that he has to be the right Strange. He has to be the stand-up Strange. Mm -hmm. And that Strange's from other universes may be really, really bad. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see and we what saw happens. that in What If, right? We definitely saw it in What If. Uh, and we saw it in several times here. Uh, we've got some stuff coming up, Ian. You know, we're going to have this uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi show coming up. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that. <laughs> we've got Thor... Love and Thunder coming up. You heard of this? The, the Thor Love yeah. and Thunder? Yeah. Uh, we've got, What else we got here? What else we got? We got um, a She-Hulk show. We've got a Miss Marvel show. Mm -hmm. They're not going to stop. As long as you keep putting your money down and your eyeballs yeah. towards Ahsoka's the stuff. Ahsoka's coming. They're not stop. Ahsoka is coming. More Mandalorian. We've got a lot going on. Um, but you're going to be here for that, right? Yeah, I'm planning on being here. <laughs> Ian, get tickets, as, as we say in the chat. Whenever something like this happens, we go, Ian, get tickets. And uh, Geekscapist, I want you to start saying Ian gets get get tickets. You can find Ian on Twitter at Ian L Kerner. Uh, that's his uh, that's his like ID. I think what do they call it? the kids call him? This is my my whatever. Uh, you're a lot younger than I am, so you have. To I know, but hey, hey, the kids they call it. You can find Ian. Just look for Ian L Kerner. You can also find him on the Geekscape Forever group on Facebook. Go join it. Talk to us. Look for Geekscape on all your social medias. Um, that's what we got. Uh, and yeah, if you have any questions, throw them in the chat. Heidi's there to save me as she always does. And she says, oh, that'd be called a handle, Jonathan. Thank you, sweetie. Ah, uh, yes, Ian's handle, Ian L. Kerner. Uh, she also keeps me out of fights in uh, movie theaters, which is great. That's a, I mean, that's a plus. Kind of. I, I should marry her. I think I should marry her. Yeah, you should uh, definitely do that. <laughs> uh, Look forward to the next Geekscape. If you enjoyed this conversation, I know it ran long, but we had a ton to get through, and I think we did a good job of getting through it. Uh, okay. Share this with your friends. Hit a little share button on whatever podcatcher you got. Also, leave us five stars. It really helps. we got some cool stuff coming up, not only in Ian Kerner specials, like deep dives like this one, but we got interviews with people. we got some hangouts. we got tons of stuff as we're now on the road to Comic-Con. We're going to have uh, a Comic-Con booth again this year at booth 3919. If there's anything you want to see, Email me, Jonathan at Geekscape.net, or let me know on social media. I'm pretty easy to find. Geekscape's even easier to find. Be a part of it. We build this thing for you. So the least you can do is be like, hey, I'm going to share it. I'm going to celebrate it, and I'm going to leave it five stars. Okay? Ian, love doing this with you, man. You dropped the knowledge today, and I thank you for it. Sure. Uh, Big Yank says, another great recap. Thanks. Thank you, dude. I'll talk to you on the next one. Ian, go get tickets, okay? Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.